As you know by now, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation. Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance is a daily-use supplement that provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line of oil, soft gels, and gummies. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Today is an opportunity to find out about respiratory health with our guest, Nathan Jones. Nate is CEO and founder of Clear Inc., spelled X-L-E-A-R. X stands for xylitol, which is the remarkable ingredient that confers beneficial properties to both the respiratory products, uh, nasal products, as well as the oral hygiene products made by Clear Inc. And so without further ado, here's Nate. Uh, Where do we find you today? You're uh, somewhere out in vacation land? I am on vacation land out in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Me and my uh, two daughters were visiting Crazy Horse, the Crazy Horse Memorial that they're building. And also we went to Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And, and I, I just read a Mount fabulous today. novel about uh, Crazy Horse and uh, his uh, amazing campaigns against uh, the U.S. cavalry. And, you know, talk about guerrilla warfare. I mean, he was a master of deception and uh, he really gave us a run for our money in the, in the Old West. Well, I think that uh, for being as outnumbered and, and, uh, you know, outmanned, I think they actually, a lot of Indian tribes, Native Americans, I guess you should say, um, I think they did a, a great job at, at fighting back. Indeed. And so you, you went to Mount Rushmore, showed your kids Mount Rushmore. Were they impressed by those huge effigies carved into the stone? I don't know if that they were impressed. They, they just wanted to become the junior rangers, so they were running around filling out their little books so they could all get the uh, junior ranger badge to wear. There you go. And did you find it uh, inspiring to see uh, uh, Mount Rushmore in all its glory? Well, I found it inspiring, but, uh, you know, I, and when I went inside and it talked about, they, they gave a quote of each of the presidents that was carved up there. And the one from Teddy Roosevelt, I thought was, was, uh, very predictive, I guess. And I guess it's, you know, I, I'm, you know, as I sat there reading it and thinking about, you know, the direction that, uh, a lot of things, policies of our government have taken over the last 20 years. I, I think that what his, what he said and what's written on the wall, there's kind of just come to pass and, and gone away. 
which that, is kind that, of sad. That in effect, uh, the freedoms that they envisioned were, you know, have been abrogated uh, with the current government bureaucracy. Yeah, except, well, let me read it and okay. I will uh, and then comment on it. But it says we this is from Theodore Roosevelt. And it says we here in America hold in our hands the hopes of the world, the fate of the coming years and shame and disgrace will be ours. If in our eyes, the light of high resolve is dimmed. If we trail in the dust, the golden hopes of men. And to me, what that really is saying is that, you know, America for for 150 years was leading the way in almost all of the technological advances that they had that, that were coming around in the world. And, and Teddy Roosevelt was pointing that out. And he says, yeah, because of the freedoms that we have, we are leading the world. And you look at everything that's happened over the last 20 years, not just the last three years, but the last 20 years in healthcare, and it's kind of gone down the drain and, and in a lot of other ways, um, you know, outside, obviously, of, of computer technology. A lot of things have, uh, you know, because of policies that our government has put into place, a lot of those other advances have, uh, you know, kind of just gone by the wayside. Well, you know, obviously you're you're an entrepreneur and you have a, a small, uh, nimble company. It's not that small because you have scores of employees, but relatively small compared to, you know, some of the mega conglomerates that really have a big footprint in America. Uh, and you came up with an innovative idea to use xylitol, uh, as a uh, preventive and as a therapeutic, and you know this is a good point, a good place at which you can uh, bring us an update because people I think have been following your travails uh, with getting the truth out about this uh, useful compound. Well, the, the you know if you're referring to the lawsuit that our great and glorious government has uh, you know filed against us, it's still just languishing there. They still have yet to. Um, you know, we keep asking them, give us an example of a law that we've broken, a rule that we've broken, um, any statement that we made that was not backed up with published scientific studies, and they have yet to do that. They have yet to give us a single witness. And the CDC has actually, right now, um, they're in the process, but they are going to just acknowledge, because we asked them to give us any papers that they have showing that Washing your nose or hygiene would not have helped during COVID. And any papers and any studies showing that what they actually told people to do about washing their hands and sanitizing their grocery bags and their vegetables and wearing cloth masks, um, we wanted to have any studies showing that any of that worked. Mm -hmm. And they just said, okay. And, and so after four months, they just came back and said, okay, what you want is you want to you, you don't want us to find anything. And we said, well, we don't think you have anything. Right. And they said, okay, we will probably just stipulate that we had nothing. That, so, so, and so, we so, made so, this so, recommendation so here, off of nothing. On, on the one hand, we have, you know, the claims that nasal hygiene makes a difference, which was never really emphasized in the pandemic. And then we have all the public campaigns that were underwritten by uh, tens of millions, perhaps hundreds of millions of dollars to A, mask, B, wash our hands, C, maintain six feet of separation. Uh, and then study after study has challenged the efficacy of some of these measures. I mean, they, 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 intuitively, they, they may have made sense. But then when subject to research, uh, these official policies didn't pan out. Uh, and, you know, you, a, a small 
uh, entrepreneur have come up with a product that may have some utility against respiratory infections. I mean, that was for the principle way before COVID is that when your dad developed uh, a clear nasal spray, uh, he did it for his own uh, pediatric population, found that kids had less colds. Yes, that respiratory infection, adenoviruses and coronaviruses caused that. Uh, rhinoviruses. So as a general principle, there may be some efficacy there, but they don't want you to get the word out. Well, and, and not only that, but when studies were published in 2020, showing that just washing your nose made COVID a non-issue, okay, there were these studies, the studies that the NIH did that were done at Vanderbilt, where people that had COVID over 60, and, I, and I've talked about them on, this, on your program before, but people are over the age, no, over the age of 65, so they're high risk. They all had symptoms. They all tested positive, and not a single one of them ever even had to go to the hospital just by washing their nose with salt water. <clears throat> but yet the government sent warning letters to the companies that, that provided product for these studies and demanded that they do not share those studies and they do not talk about them, mm-hmm. and they didn't, which to me is very cowardly. I think they should have said, no, we have the studies. There's people that need help. Talk about it. Well, the tide seems to be turning a little bit, uh, though, uh, with the revelations that uh, the government has tried to influence social media uh, with a new Supreme Court decision that prohibits the government uh, from uh, communicating with social media to implement its policy goals, uh, basically turning social media into an arm of uh, the federal government. So uh, is that a hopeful trend in your opinion? Oh, I think it's, I think it's even bigger than that. I think that not just that, but the uh, uh, representative Jim Jordan, <clears throat> he actually was questioning the head of the FTC, which the FTC is the agency that's, that's suing us. Yeah. Okay, they're saying they, that they we don't have science claims. You know, they they, they yeah, police and they're saying marketplace. Correct, and they're saying that we don't that that we don't have studies to make claims, which is ironic because the FDA, who does regulate the science behind you know hygiene, cosmetics, drugs, and all of that, they actually said that we had the science, and the FTC said no, and the FTC sued us, mm-hmm. and the FDA declined to join them in that lawsuit because they said they didn't have any that they didn't have a case but jim jordan was actually he was berating he was just i mean i don't want to say tearing into but he was really just going after uh the head of the ftc um oh, i can't remember con um yeah. you know because he was like what are you doing because you're sitting here and you're going after companies and you're harassing these private companies and asking them ridiculous questions and it's and it's not just hurting the company, but it's hurting the public. It's hurting the the free speech, and that's really what they did to us, and and to the people in our industry, because by by coming out and censoring and saying no, you cannot talk about these studies, they were censoring us. They were censoring the companies in the nasal hygiene business, and it was to the detriment of the American people. Mm-hmm. And a relatively innocuous therapy. You know, it's not like you're selling, you know, cobra venom that it purports to cure uh, COVID. You know, the harm, the, the risk-benefit equation of using nasal hygiene as a way of minimizing uh, the symptoms or 
perhaps having a preventive effect on on viruses, I think, you know, is definitely in favor of let's do this thing. Uh, but, you know, let's back up a little bit and talk about uh, clear nasal spray because well before COVID, and COVID is certainly a hot button issue. It's gotten people very emotional about claims and misinformation and disinformation, so-called. Uh, well before that, the, it really wasn't so controversial that uh, use of a xylitol nasal spray like clear uh, could uh, have a beneficial effect. So take us back to pre-COVID days. Well, pre-COVID, we were out there. We've been so we've been selling now since 2000, and we and early on, um, you know, the FTC like in, and this was in probably 2000, 2001, the FTC actually called us and said, "Hey, you guys are saying this stuff will prevent ear infections," and and we said, "Well, yeah, it does." These are the this is the study, and they said, "Well, that was a study done by one doctor in his office, and it you know you have to have a bigger study." And so we talked to him. And they gave us the ground rules and they said, no, you can say that it blocks bacterial adhesion of strep pneumo H flu MCAT because you have a published study showing that. Mm-hmm. But you can't say that it prevents ear infections because that's not a published, um, you know, big enough study. And so we just sat there and said, okay, but we can, so we can go out and say that it, that it washes away the bacteria. And they said, yes, that's fine. And so for 20 years, that's what we did. We had no problem. The FTC never called us again. Next thing we know, when, when COVID came, we actually did studies. Actually, I should say somebody else did studies. We did not do the studies. Right. This was actually and, University and of Tennessee. better when it's ex parte. You know, it's not like, you know, yeah. like a, a study will be performed in Japan showing that uh, tofu is beneficial for cardiovascular disease, but it may be like you know, a major economic uh, export of that country. So, okay, you know, the fix is on. Yeah. So this, this was actually the University of Tennessee, and they were actually looking at iota carrageenan and something else, and they just happened to use, don't ask me why, I've tried to get in there and talk to them and ask them, but they chose to use xylitol as their placebo. Hmm. That's and weird. the interesting thing is, is that, well, I agree, but the interesting thing is, is that in the data that we got from that, the xylitol actually worked a lot better than the iota carrageenan and at much lower concentrations at blocking the ability. It doesn't destroy the virus. It just blocks its ability to adhere to the tissue. And if you can block the ability of a virus to adhere to the tissue, well, then that's, you know, three quarters of the battle. Exactly. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the products because you know, I, I want to I pose a question to you because uh, I have an issue with my nasal passages. And that is, uh, I love to swim, and I sometimes swim two to three times per week. And uh, I have to swim in a chlorinated pool because it's literally adjacent to my apartment, YMCA, New York City. But I I find that my ability to swim is limited. I mean, I don't, it's not that I'm tired. It's just that after about 45 minutes, I got to get out because if I'm, gonna, if I'm gonna be seeing patients that day, um, it's going to look like I have COVID. You know, I'm blowing my nose and sneezing. And I, <laughs> I have to keep assuring my, look, I'm not contagious. I'm not contagious. I just went swimming this morning. Uh, I use the but, clear and it's a little better, but are there more ideal products that, and, uh, do you have this, uh, do you have any experience working with swimmers uh, and clear? Well, I used to swim about five hours a day and I never had that problem. Okay. Um, 
but I don't know. Yeah, you were a professional I mean, I obviously, diver. I, that you, you actually literally went down hundreds of feet, you know, to work. Well, on yeah, but that was in the ocean. Like but that. that was when I, that, you know, that was when I was an adult. But when I was in high school, I swam. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I swam a good five hours a day, six yeah, days a week. That's how you train, like thousands of yards. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if there's something in there that might be giving you allergy issues. Yeah. Have, do you, when you swim in salt water, does it happen? It does to some extent. I think I have a sensitive nasal passage. But let's let's go through the product range because there's regular clear, and I find that somewhat helpful yeah. to use that liberally. Uh, which is basically xylitol, and there's a preservative of grapefruit extract in there. Is that the, the formula? And some saline. Yeah, and, and salt water. And salt water. So it's salt water, which is the salt. And then we actually use the grapefruit seed extract as a preservative, but there have been studies done showing that the grapefruit seed extract it's antibacterial destroys. Yeah. A, well, it, well, it doesn't, it, yeah, but it doesn't really kill that many bacteria. Right. What it does kill is a lot of viruses. Oh, okay. Interesting. So and that's, gra- that's what we found fun, to be fungi because, exciting. you know, I, grapefruit grows in a hot climate where sometimes it's very moist and they, it contains natural compounds to prevent it from developing, you know, fungal overgrowth, you know, like mold. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's funny that you bring that up because we, I was down in Florida, I want to say two months ago, and I was meeting with a doctor out by Fort Myer, mm-hmm. who is treating a lot of patients that have, I want to say Marcant, it's a fungal infection of the, of the airway. Mm-hmm. And, it, but it happened because when the hurricane Ian went oh, through there, yeah, it flooded a lot of these houses and people came back to these houses and they didn't clean them out and dry them out appropriately. Yeah. And now he says it's just overwhelmed with these people that are coming in with these fungal infections. It, it could be aspergillus, which grows like crazy in moist environment on uh, If you said it, I, I would recognize it, but I don't yeah. think it's aspergillus. Okay, whatever. My, but he, but he actually, yeah. yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a mold. Mm-hmm. And, but he actually, on his own dime, sent some of our product up to a lab in, in Connecticut. And what they found is that our product worked phenomenal at killing that. And the reason why he sent it there is because it's the only product, and these are his words, not mine, mm-hmm. that worked 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, here's, a, here's so another situation. We, that, but we know. haven't talked about that that much because we don't have enough studies right. yet to back up and, and justify what we're, what we're talking about. Right. Okay. So, you know, work, it's a work in progress. I just want to bring up another point, which is that large parts of the country are saturated in smoke from the Canadian wildfires. And recently we had like an apocalyptic couple of days in New York where the skies were brown and it was like literally, you know, darkness at noon, uh, like a solar eclipse uh, with smoke filled skies and sort of an orange tinge to the, to the atmosphere. Um, And a lot of people. Enough enough that you guys thought you were enough that you guys thought you were out West. Yes, exactly. Because the West is really prey to this. Well, we, the, you know, the, the jet stream changed directions and we got a real dose of it on the eastern seaboard, which is unusual. Uh, okay. And I know I, the fires are, I guess, in Quebec. Um, is, is there a potential for products like this to uh, protect people or shield people somewhat from the adverse effects? Um, I would say 100% yes. And we have a history out west when there's a lot of fires because, you know, I live in Utah. Yeah. 
we have fires all the time. Yeah. And when there's a lot of fires, we'll actually package a bunch of this stuff up and we'll take it out of the smoke to the firefighters, to their camps oh. and, and hand it out to them. Fabulous. Because we've seen a lot of this because when you're in a hot desert like Utah or California or Nevada or Arizona, where a lot of these fires happen, um, A, it's already dry. And B, you're breathing in just pollutants, pollutants, pollutants. And if you're drying out the mucus, if you're drying out your snot, um, you're going to, a lot more of the, the pollution is actually going to make it into your lungs. And that's where you don't want it. You want it to get caught in the mucus in your nose and washed out. And in order to do that, you need to keep that mucus, you need to keep a fluid um, so that it can get, so the cilia can actually wash it out fast enough that it doesn't get down into the lungs. At the very least, uh, lubricate it. Uh, okay, so our listeners know we divide our podcast into two parts. Uh, in part two, I want to go through the full range of products that Clear offers because uh, there's kind of a stepwise progression going from regular Clear uh, to forms of this uh, nasal product that pack a little more punch. And so let's talk about the full product range when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoppen. Today's guest is Nathan Jones. He's CEO and founder of Clear Inc. And just our call to action today is try these products. They're available at Walgreens, CVS, Vitamin Shop, Rite Aid, Target, Kroger, Publix, Sprouts, Natural Grocers, and most natural product retailers nationwide. You can also get them on Amazon. You can also go to xlear.com and purchase the products directly. And we'll uh, talk some more about this in just a moment. The theme is respiratory health. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.